Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, EJ Smith, and this is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. We talk about sports such as UFC, soccer, and everything in your day-to-day lives from breakfast to dinner. Now, I got a special guest for you guys, man. He's pretty knowledgeable when it comes to... Actually, very knowledgeable, I would say, when it comes to UFC and combat sports. What's up, man? How's it going? Yeah, man. Introduce yourself, man. What's your name and what are you about? <laughs> my name's Tim. You can find me on Twitter and Insta at TBenderMMA and on YouTube at Third Round TKO. That's 3-R-D-R-O-U-N-D-T-K-O. Um, I started watching UFC in like the early to mid 2000s uh, with one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, wasn't the biggest fan at first, but kind of through this friend's persistence, I gradually fell more and more in love with the sport. Eventually, we, w- we would attend like a Jones and DC one on Vegas. Wait, 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 like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to pause you right there. You attended the Jones yeah, versus DC Jones fight? Jones and DC. First time to Vegas. First time seeing a UFC event. It really just solidified the whole you know, the whole deal for me. So now let's, let's take a little pause on that. Tell me how the atmosphere was for the Jones versus DC fight part one. Cause there was was a, cause there was a, cause there was a lot of, how do you say there was a lot of animosity toward these guys. They didn't really like each other, you know? So how was, how was that, you know, the lead up and you actually going? I mean, it was wild, uh, just the whole the whole trip, the whole experience, um, you know, going to the MGM, mm-hmm. seeing the event. It was just, it was almost like overwhelming, you know. Um, thinking back at now, it's just, it was a crazy experience. You know, I wasn't um, as, I guess, big of a fan at that point, so I don't think it really hit me. You know, looking back now, it's like, holy shit, you know. But, um my friend Jake was a huge fan of DC and so he was upset at the loss and uh oh no but man just the whole the whole vibe the whole in the arena it was it was intense it was crazy I do have some pics uh, on my Insta a long time ago so if you follow me you can check out some of those pictures from the event definitely check those out cuz the atmosphere was crazy I bet I've never been to a UFC event but guys if you're listening you have to go well you can't cuz you know coronavirus but right <laughs> <laughs> if this if if the if the the curse is lifted, so to speak. Oh man. You know? Yeah, I definitely hope uh we can get some, you know, some live UFC events coming back. At least that we can attend. Yeah, no, I we like I'm I'm not gonna lie, I do I do like Dana White's vision and him, you know, continuing continuing the fights, but you gotta have the fans, man. You got you have to. You have to, you know what I mean? It. Yeah, for sure. It's a huge part. Exactly. I mean, specifically for certain fighters, I think the fans and the energy really, you know, amps them up, makes them a better fighter, makes them have a better performance. But here's the thing, though. No fans. Do you think that benefits some fighters? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think specifically uh, new newer fighters, people making their debuts, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe people like Cerrone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that like certain fighters, you know, it's the more I think for Cerrone, like the more it's like a sparring match, you know, the less it's like a huge event, the better it is for him. And, you know, I think going back to that Connor loss, that's part of the reason why. And other times, you know, he doesn't live up to the hype. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and for new fighters, too, I think, you know, maybe it helps with the octagon jitters. Um, a lot of these Dana White contender series fighters coming in, 
you know, oh they had goodness. this experience before. Now they're not just going right into like a big event with a huge crowd and mm-hmm. a bunch of pressure, you know. And speaking about that, that was an excellent segue. <laughs> the Dana White Contender Series. Before this, I think it was eight. Before this past fight that happened, these past these past bouts, there were I think eight fighters that got a contract, and all of them were well deserving. Literally yeah. all of them. Um, one 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 fighter that stood out to me personally was Medic. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. he was just. Yep. Hitting those, Ooh, those body, kick. body kicks. Yes, the body <laughs> kicks. And what it was it? A straight right that got him? I don't even know, man. I think so. But let me tell you something. He is a problem. I, I don't know if he's featherweight or lightweight. I think he's lightweight, but he is a problem. Um, I agree. But season four, week three, uh, we have the brothers. Kosh Brothers or Kosh, Kosh Brothers. Koshki, however you say it. <laughs> yeah, Kosh, Kasha, Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but uh, the Kosh Brothers, man, uh, pretty interesting backstory about them, man. They were they were foster kids, moved from house to house. Uh, their father went to prison. Um, I think they're, I, I don't know if their mother, uh, something happened to their mother, but uh, either way, you know. I think she died of cancer? I think so. I think so. I think she had cancer and passed away. Um Horrible circumstances, man, for them. But let me tell you something. Their strength, their physical strength, and their uh, mentality is so bigger than that. The fact that they they basically raised each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the, and, and that's that sibling. It, if you have siblings out there, you know what I'm talking about, man. That, that just brother and sister, brother to brother, sister to sister uh, bond that you have with each other. It it yep. doesn't it doesn't match, it it doesn't match to anything else. You know, it's very strong, sure. and um, yeah, no, they did they did very they did very good on their fights, man. Uh, Orion, how do you how do you feel about Orion, the the older brother? He was yeah. I mean, honestly, for both of them, I picked against them. We do like Ooh. a a breakdown and prediction show for uh, the Dana White Contender Series events. Mm-hmm. I'd gone four out of five for the first two events and I actually went two of five last week, which isn't very good, but I ended up making $456. I'm also a bit of a, an MMA better, but um, yeah, I mean, in good faith, I couldn't really pick either of the Kosh brothers mainly just because of their lack of footage. Mm. Um, I really, you know, I saw maybe one, it was on um, Orion Mm -hmm. and he basically just like walked across the cage and knocked the dude out, you know, in like 18 seconds or something. So, it's yeah. hard for me to, um, you know, I like to watch footage. I like to see people's skills um, and and then be able to make like an educated decision. So in those kind of, you know, circumstances, I just, I picked against both of them. Obviously I was wrong on both of them. Um, I thought they had very good performances, you know, striking was on point. And uh, yeah, I mean, Orion, man, I thought Dixon was probably one of the better, looking prospects on tape. Yeah, because um, he, fought, he fought before, didn't he? In the contender series, and he didn't get a contract, right? I'm pretty sure. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Well, he... um, Or wait, maybe that was Rainia? I think, I think you're right. Think yeah, you're it right. was Rainia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rainia lost to the decision to buy his... Uh, uh, Dixon had not fought in the contender series. Mm, okay. But he comes from, uh, you know, a good gym, a well-known gym. Mm. Um you know, seem to show 
good promise. Had that win over Justin Patterson in LFA. Mm -hmm. um, Patterson had only lost to UFC caliber opponents before that. So I was siding with Rainier there. Um, but man, yeah, excuse me. And um, I was siding with Dixon there. And man, Orion came out and put it on him. And he didn't just like starch him right away. He, no. you know, showed the takedown defense. Yep. Um, he showed the wrestling. Showed the wrestling, mm -hmm. you know, showed the grounded pound. That crucifix was nasty, man. It, it really was. And one, and one thing that honestly shocked me, I think it was the end of the second round. It was like, what, five or ten seconds. It was, I think it was five seconds left. And, and, and what shocked me was Orion looked at the clock. He literally turned his head, looked at the clock, and just stopped fighting. I'm like, well, what, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the, uh, Dixon just did the same thing. Yeah, I know. Um, that, and, was, and that was crazy. It was, it was wild to me. I'm like, wait, you're supposed to fight to the bell. Like this is I mean, like, he's he's you know lucky I mean? Dixon didn't, you know, take a shot or something. It was good sportsmanship, I think, you know, on Dixon's mm -hmm. behalf. And uh I think O'Ryan was also tr is trying to be like a, a sportsman thing, you know. But I mean, if you've seen like, you know, Floyd Mayweather and uh Victor Ortiz or whatever, mm -hmm. you gotta protect yourself or mm -hmm. or you get knocked out. Yeah, you get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and they, again, good sportsmanship to Dixon. I mean, I don't well, I don't know. It, it's it's a double edged sword. It's it's either good sportsmanship or you're gonna take that shot, the belt and ring you. Right. Or maybe he's dumb because he ended up losing the fight. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And Dana, let me tell you something. Dana White was not happy. He he grilled him uh when he was uh when they were when he was um Awarding the contracts. The, awarding the contracts, yes. Yeah, when yeah. He was giving them the contracts. I was like, man, he, you, you just, I don't know. You just don't do that in my eyes. Uh, and then let's talk about the little brother, man. The little brother, uh, Luis, he did good too. Yeah, yeah. He, that was a crazy right hook. Oh, man. That he got on him. And then he, you know, he toppled over, ran the uh, toppled over, and then he just, boom, 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 hit him with the right, hit him with the right overhand. Um. Shout out to the brothers, man. And and the crazy thing is they're both welterweights too. Yeah, that's that's a little odd. It's pretty interesting. Are they gonna do you think one of they're gonna fight each other? Or are they just gonna like not ever do it? I wouldn't assume you'd want to. Yeah, no, that's, that's maybe for a belt, but until that point I'd probably steer clear. Yeah, definitely. I thought one of them looked bigger than the other one. Really? Uh, I think it's uh Orion. Orion, Orion, Orion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I feel like Orion though, he... I didn't really see much from from uh, is it Lewis or Luis? Tomato, tomato, right? Say Lewis, yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. As far as Orion goes, I feel like he has way better um, wrestling technique. I mean, he, I mean, he did, he did display it. At least we got to see it. Yeah, yeah you know. So I we, we I, I can't say that because we didn't even see. You know, it was just too quick with the hands, man. For for Lewis, too quick. Got him. But uh, an another fight, man. Uh, Shan. Now, is it Bays or Bays? I think it's Bays. It's Bays, yeah. Bays, yeah. Mm -hmm. She put on a striking clinic against Rose. Man, she was hitting her hard. Really was, and I was. She was not. Uh, Rose definitely wasn't responding the way I thought she was. Yeah, you know? I really thought Rose would um, go for the takedown more. I mean. Mm -hmm. Bay showed really good takedown defense. It was one takedown that Rose shot. I can't remember if it was like end of the second or end of the or beginning of the third. Mm -hmm. But she was in real deep. Yep. I mean, had had her in a double leg, had the hand clasped, you know, and and Bay's Bay's used the the fence a little bit, but yeah. 
you know, kept her hips strong and and fought the takedown off. And I was a little surprised. I was originally on Rose there. That's the other pick I got wrong on this. Yeah, because she like the she, odds um, as an underdog. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I picked her. I thought she was a little bit of more of like a grinder, and that she tried mm-hmm. to grapple a little bit mm-hmm. more. But man, Bays had real power in the strikes. The takedown defense held up, and you know that was a good performance. I'm about to say because Rose, if I'm not mistaken, she's longer than her, right? As far as like a reach and just like, you know what I mean? Let's see. She's a long. It seems like she's. It looked like she was longer. Yeah, she did look kind of like a little a little longer. I guess same reach, about same height. Mm-hmm. Statistically. Yeah. Um the next yeah, fight the power difference was was very it, apparent. It really was. It really was. The striking was you know. And that's the here's the thing, that's the thing with these like short fighters, you know, they they just get in those little pockets and they just hit hit you with the little right hook, little little elbow, little, you know, little kicks here and there. And, and generate and that power well. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she definitely, you know, Rose definitely didn't, you know, use her distance as she should. Uh, the next fight, uh, Josh Parisian versus yes. Chad Johnson. That was a good fight. Well, a good fight for Josh, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Johnson definitely is fighting at the wrong weight class there. He really is. I mean, coming in at like 215. It was 215, literally. Yeah, like what How do are you, you doing? Like, come on, man. You look like you, can you go down a weight? Maybe two? If you want. Like, if you were uh, wanna pull Acosta, then yeah, for sure. Come on, man. Like the and 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 Josh Parisian, he's a true heavyweight. Yeah. A true what he what was he? What what are you weighing at? Two sixty four? Two sixty four? Two sixty five. Oh my goodness, Jesus. And let me tell you something, man. I like this guy. I I do like Parisian, and I like oh, what's his name? Tanner Bozier, I think his name yep. is. Oh uh-huh. my gosh, those guys are gonna be amazing for the heavyweight division. Yeah, yeah. Bozier's good, man. He's a Canadian guy. Mm-hmm. Been uh, watching him for a little while. I'm I'm glad that he came at the UFC. I didn't expect the uh, quick finishes back to back, but man, he's putting on these guys she was about to be back to back to back at the you know. <laughs> with Arlovsky yeah yeah, no. yeah both these guys just rebooked Parisian against uh Parker Porter who just lost against Dalkus yep yeah yep. and uh yeah Bozer fighting against Arlovsky I, I feel like with Parker Porter though I feel like he needs to hit the gym and 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 get the nutrients and and yeah get that get that you know fact down a little bit he's a little too he's almost he's literally knocking at the door at 300 300 pounds yeah he was i mean i guess he had to cut quite a bit of weight to make 265 yeah but I don't and know. he doesn't he, look like the tallest guy yeah 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 yeah. he's i think what? he was listed at six foot six, i was about to say six foot like right five, the mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. and ten or something to me five eight to me <laughs> yeah no parisian he definitely um showcased his skills and even even when he got the knockdown with the with the with the right hook and he was you know uh chad was backing up a little he caught him on the top of the dome um he got on top of him and he did not i, I like parisian because he did not settle he went for the kimura and then you know he was fighting that and and that's the thing when, you, when you're 215 and you have that much weight on you you really can't do anything yeah i mean it's just a losing battle and um yeah, no, he was on top of him. I, I literally heard his cornerman, put your belly on top of him. 
Put your belly on top of him. <laughs> like, literally. He was literally the saying that. <laughs> literally. Put your belly on top of him. Because he, he knows. He knows. He knows he's a big boy. He's, yeah. been, he's been eating his Wheaties, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, he got on top of him, and he was literally trying to crank the Kamara. I thought he was going to get it. I was like, ooh, well, let me see it. But then he got the mound, and, and that was that was the the means to an end, you know, with the elbows and then the left, right, left, right. I literally, I was like, ref, what are you? I, I usually like that yeah. ref. The ball guy with the little goatee, with the little yep. salt and pepper goatee. I like him, man, but... uh. He let that go a little too long. Yeah, he let that go a little too long. Like when 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 uh, Josh hit the elbow, he was already out, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and at that point, his arms were flailing. So I it was a little weird how his arms were flailing. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really seen that. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like he was out, but he was his arms were still kind of trying and to defend. Let me tell you something, man. It, it, that that's called autopilot. <laughs> yeah. For- there was That's nothing cool. there, but he was he was trying. Autopilot. And then we have uh Kevin Siler versus Kenneth Cross. This was a uh, big uh big win for me. Yeah. Uh big underdog and Kenny Cross. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we had uh Siler coming up a weight class. Um he had missed on the contender series before. That's why he didn't mm-hmm. get the contract. I mean, he won a decision, so maybe he wouldn't have got it anyway. But um yeah, people were real high on him, Vegas too. I didn't really see it as much. Uh, you know, he he was tough, I thought. But particularly when I saw them on the scale, I mean, Cross just looked in phenomenal shape. Siler looked, like, pretty soft. Yeah, Although he, he did yeah. kind of look like that on the contender series before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and, and Cross with the size and the height and the reach, I thought he was a pretty good underdog bet, and uh, it paid off for me there. So it was a little worrisome. Cross definitely faded hard. But um, I guess that he cut weight the week before for a different fight. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think I think you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Speaking of Tony Ferguson, will he ever fight again? Do you think? <laughs> yeah, he'll fight again. He's a crazy man. Like the beating that he took from Justin Gagey. Oh my yeah, God. I t- it's hard for me not to think that if he didn't cut that weight, that it maybe would have gone a little differently. Yeah, no, Jesus. I feel like we were just kind of robbed of a, uh, something that could have been, you know, Hey, everybody wanted that Tony Ferguson versus uh Habib, but you know, we'll never see it now. Nope, 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 never. And but yeah, I really do feel like they've been handing out these contracts on contender series left and right, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel bad for the guys on the last seasons. I mean, so do you? So do you think they're just they're just Dan is just doing it just to do it? He's like, okay, yeah. Or do you think these you know people actually? deserve to be in it i mean i feel like it's a bit of both mm-hmm. i do like some people i remember were, were talking badly on like stolz's last two weeks ago or whatever mm-hmm. um you know one i guess by an arm injury off a slam but he still went off a slam it's a it's a stoppage you know it, it wasn't a terrible performance um i thought he you know even though he got taken down he, he got got back up and got the takedown and obviously i got the victory but yeah, I heard people like talking bad on him and stuff. I really think that they just need bodies right now. Um, I think that, you know, maybe internally they're having issues with some people not wanting to fight or not being able to fight. Obviously, a lot of places had different rules as far as uh, like gyms being open and things mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, they see these guys, they come in, they want to fight. Obviously, they are fighting. So that means that they'll probably fight again. Mm-hmm. Um, they pay them less money. 
They can rebook them multiple times quickly. Yeah. And uh, I think it just kind of makes sense for the UFC right now when they need bodies, they need people fighting. They're putting on all these events and, um, you know, just fill them up with these guys. It's it's kind of crazy when you say they need bodies, but uh, Dana White, man, he, I heard he's just not paying his fight. I would say not paying his fight. He's not paying like the big time fighters. But yeah. I mean, with that too, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how the negotiating business works. I don't know how that right. works, but... You're right. The I mean, they're they're signing the contracts, and yeah, it it sucks for them, obviously, because the UFC has all the power. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even looking back, I think at uh, DC Stipe, I think I mean Stipe won, obviously, but so I'm assuming that has something into how much he got paid. But it was mm-hmm. like seven hundred thousand to three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. respectively. I mean, that's not that much compared to a lot of these, you know, boxers or. Some of these other organizations, I think. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, speaking of Steve, hey, man, what's what's the next move? We already know what's the move for Dan Cormier. He's done. He's retired. Yep. Um, he's living his best life. I mean, he's gonna get big now. I think. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oof! <laughs> with, keep with, himself healthy. Come without on, a, without a shadow of a doubt, you thought that belly was big then? It's oh, gonna yeah, be real yeah, big no. now. Oh yeah! It's called it's called it's called cookies, donuts, whatever you want, man. <laughs> you know um but shout out to him man he's a legend man he's literally uh one of the best to ever do it one of the best to ever going to going to an octagon and get locked in there i respect him a lot man and just a really good person i think overall that too. you know um he didn't beat john jones in in the fights but uh he definitely beat him as being a good person. <laughs> yeah, no, he literally no. You're absolutely right, man. Like he literally, I think he, I think uh, he coaches a high school and he gives his salary to the coaches. Yeah, man, that's you know that's uh, that's super cool. So, Everything I've ever heard about him, never any kind of uh, controversy or anything like that. You know, just a clean athlete. A, I'm assuming a good husband and and going to be a great father. So oh, shout yeah, out DCI. Yeah, I wish him well in his retirement. Yeah, yeah. Shout out DC, man. But on, on to the on to the on to the Stipe situation. What's what's next for him? I think a uh, fight with John Jones is his best bet. I think um I mean, it's hard to tell where Jones is at uh-huh. as far as like Mentally. being a needle mover at this point. He's just kind of been inactive and mm-hmm. You know, out of the picture at least recently for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, obviously moving up to heavyweight, I think that that's a great fight for Stipe. I think that's a winnable fight for Stipe. Um, I mean, obviously, I think it's winnable for Bones as well. But I think that's the next, the best next move. I don't think. Uh, I mean, I I feel like he wants to do the Engano rematch, but he came in much lighter this time against DC. I mean, he just looked much smaller than even the last fight with DC. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to be taking those shots that Nganu throws without that extra weight. I don't know if that's weight he tried to put back on or not. And I think that, um, you know, Nganu, like what he did to Rosenstruck, I mean, he just threw everything to the wind, came in guns blazing, and he can do that. He's got a, a very good chin. We've seen that before, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously he's worked on his cardio and it, it just takes one of those big, you know, 
whatever i forget they some kind of car they call it whatever one of those cars coming through hitting you and it'll put you unconscious well it wasn't a car it was a mac truck (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's a i mean in i think it's a bad fight for anyone Mm. john jones as well if i was him i would steer clear of Nganu. i think jones should go up challenge stipe potentially win the belt i mean he may lose and then probably relinquish the title and go back to light heavyweight or just Mm. retire at that point I'm about to say because you don't you don't relinquish a title unless you're either one done or want to move up, you know, or just don't want to fight somebody. Oh yeah, oh yeah, or don't or just don't want to fight. Yeah, no, just or just you know, pull a pull a Mazda until you get your money. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, okay, so no, so Stipe's next move is Jones. I think so, if man. I, I think that's I, the fight to make for if, both of them. I think that's that makes the most sense. If I'm Francis Ngannou, though, man, I'm, I'm going to be pretty pissed if Jones gets gets the shot before me. But then again, you're, Ngannou's not the one that's calling the shots. It's it's kind of sort of Stipe. It's in Stipe's hands. Kind of sort of. Yeah, I mean, right? the, th- the thing is that Stipe has already beat Ngannou. Mm. Um, obviously, I think Ngannou's involved or evolved, excuse me. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's... I, there is reason to run that back, but I just think that the fight to make is Stipe. I think that might be what the UFC is looking at. I mean, Jones posting that they're willing to negotiate mm. um, as far as, you know, money's concerned to uh, make it worth his while to move up there. And I would imagine that'd be for probably a, a title fight. I don't really know. I mean, I guess maybe they do it for Nganu, but. So, so what you're saying is. The smarter fight would be Jones, but what the fans want is Ngannou. Actually, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Jones versus Stipe, you know? I mind. Yeah, no, I think uh, uh, but, but I for the, think but, it's the smarter fight. But for the casuals, <laughs> but for the casuals, it's more of Ngannou and Stipe, maybe. That would probably do well, it. Well, yeah, I think Ngannou's got a big name right now. And obviously he's, Stipe he's hot coming right off. Now off this win is now considered maybe the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. And where's Jones been, you know, hiding. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you know, relinquishing belts and not fighting and just, just taking a chill pill. Literally, yeah. literally. I don't, maybe there's nothing wrong with that, but, um, I don't think it, it doesn't help your, your longevity as far mm-hmm. as, um, the amount of money, you can generate in this business, you know, you want your name in the headlines, not for bad things. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know, the fact, I don't, I don't know, man, something's up with them. The fact that, you know, let, let's, let's put the, let's put the picogram aside for a second. <laughs> the fact that, you know, that thing. You, you're, you're, you're sitting in your car with a gun in your lap, that, that alone wants red, red flags to me. Yeah, oh yeah. You know. I mean, high and drunk and hitting runs and yeah, all that. Oof. I mean, I don't I don't really know too much about Jones's upbringing or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I know he's got brothers, one of which is also like a pretty high-level athlete in mm-hmm. NFL, I think. Yeah, I think I think you're um, right. I think you're right, yeah. It, but yeah, I don't know like what's up with him. He Yeah. He seems like a like a psychopath. You know? It really, but but then but then man, his his thing. His thing. But then there's moments to where he does good things, but I don't know. Do they overshadow the 
Do the good things outweigh the bad things? That's 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 what it comes down to, huh? It's like that interview with DC whenever they had the tape rolling still, mm. and he's like, "You still there? Can you hear me?" Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. DC's like, "Dude, you're a psychopath. Like, <laughs> you're so fake." And it is. I mean, it's hard. He's running around like praising Jesus and hanging with Holly Holm, and and then he's at the strip club and on cocaine and. It's just like, man, fit, he needs to figure it out. Let's, and just, I, let's just say that Jones is being Jones. Yep. <laughs> Jones, Jones is going to Jones. Jones. Jones is going to Jones. I actually <laughs> like that one. I'm going to use that. Uh, <laughs> relinquishing, he, he, relinquished, he relinquished the title. And um, Reyes, who I thought should have won that fight. I don't know why they didn't give it to him. Reyes is now fighting, uh, it's a hard name to pronounce. You got it for me. Jan Blakowicz. There we go. Blakowicz. Uh, that's going to be on UFC 253, I think. That's going to be the co-main event. I'm pretty sure. I think so, yeah. yeah it's going to be a co-main event to um, Adesanya and uh, Costa. But before we Costa, get there, yeah. before mm-hmm. we get there, let's talk about Munoz. Versus yeah, Edgar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be Edgar's bantamweight debut. And I've said this in my listeners who are listening. I said this in my previous uh, uh, episodes. The The bantamweight division, in my opinion, you can chime in on this. You can agree, agree or disagree if you want. Yep. The bantamweight division, in my opinion, is the best division in the UFC right now. Yeah, it's hard to uh, argue. Real hard to argue. I mean, Edgar coming down just adds a whole nother thing into the mix as well. But yeah, I mean, so many good guys. Um, you know, Cody Garbrandt even coming off that that big victory. Obviously, Aljamain Sterling. Um, you know, Sanhagen. The Cheeto Show. Loss. The Cheeto Show. Yeah, I mean, Cheeto coming up. <laughs> Obviously, you had O'Malley before that. The hype chain got a, kind of got derailed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even looking at somebody just like Cody Stamen, who's mm. kind of a staple but not necessarily like a top, top guy. Yeah. Is very a very just good fighter, man. Like mm-hmm. Brian Kelleher, you know, Alex Perez, all these people, man. There's just so much talent. It's and it's crazy. interesting because it's a lower weight class and you think that, you know, statistically there should be less – people exactly around that size that would be so good but man i mean it is stacked it's literally the other way around it's it's crazy how many good fighters they have on that on that bantamweight roster man literally literally the whole top 20 it's just crazy well maybe not 20 top 15 is just crazy and and again like you said throwing frank yager in the mix just adds a whole another twist to the tail um again it's going to be his debut but here's the question that I have, because in the past he's fought at lightweight, right? He's yes. fought at lightweight. He's up, fought up to, yeah, I think so. He's Got fought BJ Penn. He's he's fought Maynard. Um, uh, he's now, I in my opinion, I feel like he's fighting people his size now. Yeah, um, I mean, he looked good on the scale. I thought. Yeah, no, really good. Like, I didn't. You know, people were kind of shitting on uh, Jose Aldo about how he looked on the scale. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he looked all that bad no, no, as no, well. But, I mean, I felt like Edgar looked much better. Like, he's been fighting out of his weight class this whole time. Yes, and exactly. now he's finally at his weight class. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. I was like, man, it's 
I mean, you're not going to lie. You, and he's so underrated. I feel like he gets no love in the UFC like community kind of sort of because yeah. he does, but he doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, I feel like the the, the true fans, the people that are really knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and I don't say that just because obviously he's, he's gone back a while, but even yeah. if you look at his last couple losses, I mean, dude, he's been fighting the best of the best forever now, it seems mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. for 10 years, he's even more, he's been fighting the best of the best. That's facts. That's the you truth. know, so it, obviously getting finished in the first round uh, twice in the past couple of years isn't, isn't a great look, but you know, you're going to get caught sometimes. And when you're mm-hmm. going against those bigger guys, those longer guys, you know, which those more powerful guys, which he has been doing, it's going to happen. And, um, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So definitely the question is, is father time going to catch up to him? Cause he is 38 years old. Yeah. That's, you know, well past. Um, I mean, I think it has, and I, I, it's, Part of me is curious, like, is that why he was up a weight class? Because he's not, he knows he's not quite as fast and maybe can't mm. hang around with the guys at 135 mm. and felt like maybe he could cancel out some of the power and the size advantage that these guys up the weight classes had on him. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, um, you know, Muno's tough guy, short T Rex arms. Two um, arms, I love it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I think that there's a path for Edgar here. I don't know. I I feel like I am leaning Munoz a bit. Yeah. Um I imagine it goes to decision. If anyone mm-hmm. gets finished, I would say it's probably Edgar. Edgar's gonna get finished? I'm not well, I'm just saying if anyone does get finished out of the two, I would huh. I would lean Edgar. Okay. Munoz has never been finished. He's only lost by decision, and a couple of those were split. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he can crack. He's got good takedown defense. You know, Edgar likes to kind of mix it up. Otherwise, he's more mm-hmm. of a boxer. I do think Edgar could have a bit of a speed advantage. That's something I would look for. I think that's his best path Yeah, is to, uh, you know, shoot and move, mm-hmm. stay in and out. Um, I don't know if he wants to take Munoz down necessarily. Mm-hmm. Munoz, like I said, very good takedown defense, but... um. I think he wants it'd be good to shoot it, give him uh, the takedown to think about. And I could see him outboxing Munoz. Um, although Munoz also statistically is pretty active. He really is active everywhere on the feet yeah. and on the ground. So Literally. I mean, it's that's, that's kind of why I'm leaning Munoz. Mm-hmm. I do think he's a little more durable. Obviously he's a little younger mm-hmm. um, at 33 and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think Edgar may have a speed advantage. That's that's one thing it'll be interesting to see out there um, on Saturday night. Yeah, no, it'll definitely, it'll definitely be interesting. I think he's, I think Edgar's the favorite, if I'm not. No, no, no. Munoz uh, Edgar is the underdog. Munoz is the favorite. Munoz is the favorite. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, Edgar, uh, always undervalued here. I mean, yep, there you go. Hey, he always gets, you know, the short end of the stick. <laughs> but um, the other fights now with this, uh, we got the main event Edgar versus Munoz, and then we have the co-main event, uh, Saint Puig versus uh Minifield. Yeah, yeah. What's, oh, what's, Ovince. What's your thought on that, man? He Ovince is he's a he, he's he's an OG. He's been in the game OG. for a minute. 
coming back down from heavyweight. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work out. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't. He lost a split, mm-hmm. so maybe it didn't quite not work out. But um, you know, he made weight. Looked looked fine on the scale. I mean, Alonzo Menafield is just built like a monster. I mean, he's huge. Literally, literally, steel. He's huge. He's like, yeah, he's like Iron Man. He's he's huge. And um, I really think that Devin Clark loss is going to help him out here. Um, Really? I really do. It's kind of like um, Nganu getting kind of like grounded out by Stipe. Where you just have, I mean, I think Nganu was undefeated at that point. You know, you had Minifield undefeated at that point. Mm -hmm. Most of Minifield's win coming by first round stoppage. Mm-hmm. Um, you just think you're invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It makes you fight a certain way, mm-hmm. and I mean, clearly in that Devin Clark fight, by like the second round, Menafield was gassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. having those huge arms, he's just trying to swing them around. It was like, just not like working tree out. Tree trunks, him. literally tree trunks. Seriously, just cinder blocks on his <laughs> on his biceps. <laughs> and yeah, I think that having that that loss where you just kind of get, you know, it puts you in your place a little bit. Let's humble him a little bit. Kind of feel that mm-hmm. and then grow from it and mm-hmm. we saw in ganu obviously after the Derek lewis fight where nothing happened mm-hmm. from that <laughs> point on he he evolved he leveled up and i am expecting to see that from alonzo minifield here um you know oven st pru also has been a bit of a a downward spiral. questionable cardio and yeah i mean definitely kind of a bit of a downward spiral but he's been fighting tough guys yeah he has he um, has uh, his last fight was a. Uh, uh, Rothwell and he lost that one. Yeah, and before that, be uh, Michael Ellis Jaychik, mm-hmm. who is a killer on the feet, but also a guy that you can outlast and then um, grapple. So I think that for Saint Pru to win, it should go kind of like that Michael Ellis Jaychik fight. Mm-hmm. Um, survive that first round and potentially try to then kind of put it on a tire a tired Alonzo Menafield. But like I said, I am expecting Minifield to have leveled up, to have uh, learned a bit from the Devin Clark fight. And I think that he can outlast Ovin St. Peru. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this goes to a decision. Really? Yeah, I mean, I if... Yeah, are I we, are we talking about unanimous, or what are we talking about here? Um, Because yeah, I... I th- Cause I'm like, I'm, I split. It could be a split. I can see a split. All right. I definitely I'm you know, see when this fight happens, I'm going to be measuring on Instagram. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> look what, hey, your predictions were wrong. I'm going to call you out. You let me know. You call me out. <laughs> <laughs> now, you think it's going to be split, you said? I could see a split. I do think Minifield will win. I do think it goes to decision. Um, Potentially a split, but mm. I think Minifield wins. Okay. Okay. I can, I can see that. I can see that. Besides those two fights, I don't, I mean, unless you know, I don't see anything that intrigues me. I mean. You know, these are, you know, these are, I wouldn't say fillers, but, you know, these are basically. These are fillers, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you know. I mean, you have Jordan Wright, middleweight, fighting at light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, came in at 200 pounds on the scale. Mm-hmm. I don't know Oof. what he's doing. I, he's, he's, he's eating cheeseburgers. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> None of these fights are great. I yeah. was kind of excited for Daniel Rodriguez, Takashi oh, Sato. Okay, uh, yep. Sato obviously mm-hmm. dropped out, couldn't get clearance or something. Yep. Now we have uh, Rodriguez versus Dwight Grant. I think that's also kind of interesting, but mm-hmm. um, besides, I kind of like the Sato, you know, power striker dynamic. Yeah, no, definitely. 
Um, but yeah, I don't see much else. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it for that one. They're sacrificing <laughs> Shana Dobson to uh, Agapova. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Um, some fight dates came up, man. Uh, I was on my Twitter one day, man, and uh, I actually saw a video of uh, of uh, Tyrone Woodley. And yeah, I yeah. don't know if he was talking too much or I don't know if he they, he was supposed to do this or or what. I don't I don't know if when he said this, Dana White brr, brr, caught him and said, hey, look, I don't know why he said that. But he leaked. I don't know if this is true or not, but he said that he's going to be fighting Kobe Covington on September 19th. Well, I mean, that ugh. fight. Yeah, terrible fight. That's why I just, I just like I've why been a Tyron Woodley fan, and I've been maybe like a bit of a Tyron Woodley truther, you know, up until uh, like recently. It's hard. There's no, there's no way to really be a truther anymore. But so, so you were, so you were, you were uh, blinded with delusion. Man, I was on the Woodley train. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him, and then he came back and beat Darren Till, and I was like, hell yeah! And then, uh, <laughs> man, it was just all, it's all been downhill. It's terrible that he keeps making these same matchups. Like, mm. dude, we don't want to see you get out wrestled. Why don't you just fight a striker? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the top top dude, mm-hmm. and just win a fight. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's he, grandfather time hit him too. He is. I didn't even honestly. I didn't even know this when the tell of the tape happened. He it said he was thirty. I said, huh? I had to take off my glasses, blink three times. That was why yeah, I was like, he's, I mean, he's pretty old. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he is old. for sure. It's crazy. That, I mean, he hasn't been the most active, which which is also part of his issue. That's but, another thing. Yep. When yeah, he's I mean, thirty eight years active, old. But, it's, you know. now he's going against Colby. I mean, I really would love. I was talking about this on the Gilbert Burns uh, matchup. Mm-hmm. That was one that I thought Woodley had a better shot at, but man, I, I really just wanted one of these, you know, vintage Tyron Woodley performances. And, uh, I just don't know if it's there anymore. Kobe, just a terrible matchup. His only chance is to just like catch him with something. And mm-hmm. as we've seen in the last two fights, he hasn't even really thrown anything. So there's not really a chance of him catching him. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, they're both I think left. he just needs money at this point, which is a sad <laughs> truth. I think he just needs to do it. I'm telling you, man, you, they, look, man, if you want some money, either one, do what Paige Van Zandt did. Well, I don't know if she's yeah, getting money sure. or not. I don't know if she's getting money or not. Let's not do I got I to gotta see. I got to look into that. But uh, either one, do what she did or go to Bellator or just just sit out. Look, look, look what Masvidal did. He sat out, cried a little bit. Boom. Got a check to lose. Yeah, it worked out for him, yeah. Sitting pretty on the on the beach with his maha. You know what I mean? <laughs> um Yeah, it really worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's literally sitting pretty. Um I think Woodley a little too old for that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I yeah, no. I I don't know. But it's gonna be interesting, man, because I mean, even when Usman and Kobe Covington fought, I thought it was gonna be a wrestling match, and look what they did. He stood up yeah, and they, fought, you they know. Just straight up brawled. So I, I don't know, I don't know. It, it might be a boring one. It's a coin toss. It's either gonna be, Kobe Covington's gonna either wrestle him to death, or it's gonna be a stand up. It's gonna be Woodley's favor. 
Well, mm, Kobe can bang too. I don't know, man. Who do you think got that? He doesn't have there? a lot of power, but yeah, he throws in volume. That's where mm. he like really shines. Is I mean, he can for sure outwork Tyron Woodley to a victory. Yeah, he's definitely a work a workhorse. Um, yeah, man, just crazy cardio. And speaking of Paige Van Zandt, well, I have a question, man. Why does she? Why does she go to? Bare knuckle boxing. Please answer me. Dude, just a terrible decision. I, I, I need your honest opinion on this one. Dude, just a terrible <laughs> decision. I mean, I, I read a quote from her or something, and she was like, I want to prove I'm more than just a pretty face. And oh no, that's exactly what you are. And I don't and I don't care if I get scars and stuff. But then she's also talking about how she makes more money on Instagram than she does from fighting. I'm telling you, I don't get it. I don't, I don't I, that's the thing to, that's the, the thing that is weird though is that like mm-hmm. as a woman as an attractive female fighter mm-hmm. why be upset about the fact that it makes you money or makes you popular or here's the thing I, like, think, I understand you don't want to be sorry to cut you off I was just saying I know that you don't want to be like typecast as I'm just a pretty face or whatever mm-hmm. but like this is business, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia, you know, young boxer, dude, they like him for the pretty face, you know, like it doesn't mean he's not skilled and doesn't mean you can't be skilled. Like obviously Ryan Garcia is very fast, very skilled, but dude, use that to your advantage, market yourself, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. His- and why, why do you go to try and disprove that wrong whenever you're not even really a stand up striker? Here's the thing though, man, when, when, when you, when you have a pretty face and you don't have skill, that's a problem. <laughs> especially yeah, in very UFC. true. Especially but I mean, UFC. go to Bellator then. You know, <laughs> hey, yeah. more sponsors. Hey, shout Seriously. out to Coker, man. Shout out to Coker. More sponsors, everything. But uh, I, I and I will say this about Bellator. I, I I think I should cover Bellator a little bit more. They should get a little bit a little bit more love on my podcast. Maybe. <laughs> but it really is like just like a B League UFC. And that's like I do. Yeah. I like that Bellator is a thing. Yeah, I really try to get into it, but the way that they match make and it's kind of weird. It's very it's kinda, odd. It's, it's hard. Weird. It doesn't really seem to be any real progression. A lot mm-hmm. of times you see guys that are like ten and zero or ten and one against guys that are like three and four or three. Yeah, and, like, like weird record, weird matchups, and oh it's like my God. Come you need on progression mm-hmm. so that you can like follow somebody's growth and yeah. Through the division and yeah, yeah, potentially yeah. to the belt, you know. And I think I really love the the Grand Prix. That's the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say I, I really like the tournament style basis. I really do like that. Like if you win it, if you win the championship, okay, we'll do it again. You're not we're, we're taking that from you, and you got to do it again. Yeah, you'll probably be maybe I don't know if they get a bye week or a bye or but no, you got to do it all again. Win it, win it again. Do. Yeah, and I mean, you can win the belt on the way through the tournament, which Mm -hmm. is interesting, too. Mm -hmm. And a million dollars, you know. (laughs) Always a motivator. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, You know, Bellator is very very questionable when it comes to that. Very questionable. Um, Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like Van Zandt really should have gone to Bellator. Uh, The bare-knuckle boxing thing makes no sense to me. She's not even a very good boxer. People don't understand that boxing is so much different. Like even um, last Sunday, I had a a female fighter, a professional, professional, um, had fought against Felicia Spencer, uh, was a, a multi-time Muay Thai world champion. Um, 
just in boxing sparring with us and uh she was getting so frustrated and it really it's you know it's just like i can't use my weapons i can't use my knees and my elbows and my kicks and all these things that you're just so used to being able to to use to mm-hmm. to be successful and in boxing like all that's stripped away man you got punches you have like six maybe seven punches yep you got slips you got rolls you got parries it's it's not Everything. there's not a lot there to work with and whenever you're not used to just working in that limited skill set it's tough man and i think that if she just thinks she can walk in with some of these like real i mean like beck rollins like isn't the greatest of fighter but it's just a tough tough chick you know mm-hmm. and she's gonna come in there and bare knuckle box with with this chick and think that you're just gonna be successful and whatever like she's in for a real rude awakening and uh, i i <laughs> You're absolutely right, dude. Horrible decision on her part. She's gonna I'm not gonna say she's gonna regret it, but she it's it's gonna be a wake up call. It really is. I hope she's getting a fat check at least. She has to be. She has to be for her to make this move. I had read mil, million, maybe million? Mm-hmm. I don't know. In the millions? In the millions, I heard. Oof. Hey, I don't know. I didn't out. know that they had that kind of money hey, over there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know either. Shout out to Bare Knuckle Boxing. Whoever's the owner for that. Hey, they be putting on some some interesting fights. It so. is inter- interesting. The you know the whole layout and you know we got some interesting thing. In- interesting. It's a little things. brutal sometimes. I mean, it, it is. It is. Even getting elbow in the face or whatever. That's real brutal. But like. Seeing Jason Knight spit his teeth out in between rounds, literally, and like and and, and oh, the ref man. just, all right, yeah, keep going, why not? <laughs> like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and 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 that brings it to like the Anthony Smith thing, man. Like, oh, like man, remember when he remember when he brutal. he fought Clover to share and he, come on, man, I'm not gonna lie, I was going for Anthony Smith on this one. I thought it was gonna be you know old man versus you know new spring chicken, but the old dog still got the tricks. Man, handing your teeth to the ref. No, we. Yeah, I no. think uh, Glover is fighting uh, Santos next. Really? Yeah, I'd really actually like to see Santos and Reyes fight for the belt. I think that's the real match to make. No offense against Jan or whatever, but I thought Santos, if he didn't suffer the knee injury, would have mm. beat John Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he won a split with the knee injury. He did, yeah. Mm. Or lost this way, excuse me. But mm. I mean, he got a split with the knee injury. Mm. I think that if he didn't injure himself, he might have beat him. Yeah, no, it, it's. I don't know about that one, man. Well, you might be. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. You should rewatch that one. It was. It was real close, man. Like I feel like it might have been a little closer even than Reyes. I know a lot of a lot of people are on the Reyes fight, but oh, Reyes definitely should have got the ship. Just saying, he should have like had uh, the belt. You know, that's a little bit of recency bias. Mm-hmm. People forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I do tend to forget that. Santos know. ripped his whole leg in half. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. I uh, hope he comes back like a shot, you know, at least a semblance of his former self. We'll have to see. Mm. Glover's, you know, obviously is not a tough or is a very tough outing for anyone. He's not. He's not. I, I'm not, not going to lie. Again, I thought... I. Again, I thought Father Time caught up to him, but nope. He said, you know what? I'm going to beat up Anthony Smith. I'm going to make him spit his teeth out. And you know what shocked me? The, the, his coach, his cornerman and his coach did not throw in the towel. And guess what he said? Oh, no. Yeah. That. You, you, come on, man. You don't. He was like, oh, oh, oh. If, if, if any of my corner people tell me to, to throw in the towel, they're fired. Bro, it's, it's not about that. It's about you 
staying healthy and, and saying yeah, that this is a career, combat sport. Man. Yeah, thank you. That definitely took like a few fights off his career. It really did. It really yeah, that's did. real. That's real rough. Um, I'm for my. I'm the type of person, the type of fighter, where I wouldn't want somebody to call the fight on me for mm-hmm. sure. But I also know that like there's definitely situations where you got to be protected by yourself, from yourself, excuse me. And um, I really would hope that if I was Anthony Smith and mm-hmm. I was in that exact same situation, mm-hmm. that my coaches would have the wherewithal enough and would care about me enough to throw in the towel for me. And and there was a kind of the quite opposite scenario. I forgot what fight it was, man, but um, it was his debut. And, Max uh, uh, Roshkoff? Yes, yes. Yeah. And he he just did not look in it, man. Dude, that and was the complete opposite situation. Complete he opposite. didn't even take any damage, really. No, like no. I think In round two, I, I know Hubbard was coming on a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not like yep. he got like he didn't get like knocked down or take that much damage on mm-hmm. like dude and he got i mean he got cut off and i agree yeah, with yeah. that decision but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, bro you can't his coach was trying to like he was trying to pump him, him up man he was like hey yeah. you're a champion you can do this we've been through this know, before bro. i was like come on dude you gotta fight you gotta just at least up. try and he just said no i can't do it i was like no <laughs> he had what? already mentally given up you know yeah and yeah yeah and it was yeah. over with at that point yeah there are times too as a fighter man like you can have a tough round and and mm-hmm. you come back to the corner and you're not feeling great about it and mm-hmm. you're not feeling you maybe you're already tired and but that's what's the coaches for around you know I mean? and yeah man mm-hmm. they gotta get you pumped up they gotta get you back in there they gotta make sure that mindset is right mm-hmm. and as a fighter like you really should he should have continued i know maybe he had like toe turf injury or whatever and mm-hmm. it was on short notice but mm-hmm. like dude think about all the out i know that he, i feel like he's got to regret it just think about all the time and all the effort and all the mm-hmm. hours and everything that he put into this to get to that moment and then you gave up on national television on national tv like dude yeah no that definitely it's not even about like looking like a tough guy or whatever Mm -hmm. it's about like man you just quit on yourself Mm -hmm. that's a fact quit on yourself that's a fact i know the nerves get to people man there was a i'm horrible with names man but uh the, the dude that uh passed out before he even got to the uh the um was that trevin giles Yes, I think you're absolutely right. You're good with names. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I need to keep you around. I'm good with faces. Faces are good. Like, hey, do you know that uh, that that girl Cindy? Uh, I mean, the redhead. Let me with see the... a picture. Yeah, right. Yeah, let me see a picture. I got you. But uh, yeah, no, he passed out, man. And that's another thing of the nerves getting to you, man. Uh, he 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 literally fainted, and he. He seemed okay, but you know the doctors didn't yeah, want to take any risk because the commission wouldn't let it happen. Yeah, you're literally about to you you just passed out, and now you're about to go to get go fight someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, no. You're about to go get your head. Your head no, taken that's, off. That's a bad uh-uh, idea. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No way. No way. No way. If I was the guard, I was like, yep, nope. Let's just I let's mean, just. Uh, that's a weird situation. I I didn't really hear anything else about that. I other than yeah, no, that was it. Literally, he just from nerves maybe passed out. I know Kevin Holland was saying that. uh he thought he was just trying to get out of the fight, but Kevin Holland is a beast, by the way. Dude, he's been looking. I've, oh, I like I Kevin love Holland, him, man. dude. I, yeah, dude. I, when, he's killing it. He when he fought Buckley, I'm like, who is this short munchkin dude? Who is this guy? And then you know when he goes and hits him with that deadly straight left, holy dude, he was Jesus, sniping him. I'm talking about 
just waiting in the wings. He was just sitting on the on the on the top of the mountain, and and Bucky's just just reading his book. <laughs> yeah, I got you in my sights. <laughs> I got you in my sights. Uh, yeah, no, and honestly, I was watching with my boy, man. He was like, "Wait, did he hit him?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, it was just that fast." <laughs> it was fast, yeah, real it fast. I mean, it was that. like a laser beam. And I, again, man, he he talks shit while he does it, man. He he's just full of confidence. What is he like? I like him though. What is he? I mean, he he. It was weird. Buckley didn't want to touch gloves, but by the uh, I think it was by the end of the second, Holland like pretty much forced him to touch gloves. He like beat pretty some much. respect into him or something. <laughs> He beat the respect too. I like that. Seriously, he's I really like, like that. Because I mean, I get Buck. Maybe you want to. Some people, I think, the touching gloves and being friendly makes it more like a sparring match, and mm-hmm. it is a fight, and you want to have that mindset. Mm-hmm. But like, you also want to be respectful and a good sportsman. And when someone's trying to touch gloves, I think just as a good sportsman, you should touch back. You, you should. You should. You should. No matter. No matter how much. I mean, I don't know about the DC Jones. Even situation, if you have but, animosity, well, really, I don't like, know about that. Uh, I mean, well, I don't know about like maybe Connor Khabib style, but you know, that's another scenario that we could talk about. But um, uh, yeah, no, Kevin Holland, he's an amazing fighter. What weight class is he in? I forgot, man. I think he's welterweight. Walter oh, or middleweight? God. No, mid- well, he's I middle? guess he goes he goes back and forth. That's right. He, he switches. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, man. Let me tell you something, man. Whatever weight Maybe class he's in, he might just be a middleweight. But uh, watch I out. He fought at one seventy before. Watch out, man. Actually, I got to. We got to look that up, man. Kevin Holland. No, dude. I'm wrong. He's a middleweight. Oof. Ooh. And take a strike. And here's the thing, man. Buckley, he was throwing haymakers, but he was throwing them to his shoulders because he's too tall. Because he's too. Yeah, he's too. It short. was crazy. <laughs> I was like, he had some nice body shots. Buckley, I mean, he was tough and. You know, real explosive, but um, man, Holland just got it done. Yeah, he really did. Uh, Holland, I'm telling you, man, I I love you. Keep doing what you're doing, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, another thing that I would like to say about the Connor situation. I know it's old. Um, do you think he'll ever return to MMA? Cause he really, not gonna lie to you, bro. He really wants Khabib. I don't think he deserves him. No, hell um, no. But then, then there's times when he's Khabib, like, definitely not. Will he return? Probably. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. The money's looking good, man. It's, ever yeah. since he, ever he since he should made retire, that. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I just don't think his he's his heart is in it. Mm-hmm. He's getting older, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It's it's tough. I think, dude, the money changes you. you know, it really like, does. It really does. <laughs> when you come from the struggle, when you're in the struggle, mm-hmm. you're okay with the struggle. And yeah. by this, that third struggle, I'm referring to like the tough, rigorous training and dieting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and man, it like, dude, I'm cutting weight, mm-hmm. like being a fighter, man. Thinking about it is daunting. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, think about already eating less calories than he normally do. It's very healthy food. It's very low quantity. And you only really get to eat after you train. So every time that you, it's like a, like as a, like a reward for doing this hard work and like, Oh, and I get to eat, but it, you're never full. Mm-hmm. You don't recover as quickly because you don't have enough food and you just got to train multiple times a day. You got to do extra cardio 
And then on top of that, you still have to do like sauna and water loading. And yeah, man, like it's, go through it's really tough. And when you get yeah. used to having this money, you know, mm-hmm. going to nice restaurants, eating great food, actually you eating know. the food that you can because you're not yeah, fighting. drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. obviously, is proper 12 and all that. Dude, I mean, Which it, I heard it's, was it's pretty real good. tough. I heard it was pretty good, but yeah, no, it is rough, man. Um, it's hard to put yourself through the struggle when you don't have to. And I think mm-hmm. that he's well beyond that. And um, 170 just isn't his division. And he doesn't want to get down to 155 because he doesn't want to cut weight, probably, mm-hmm. which I understand, man. You're a rich dude. Enjoy it, you know? Like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, speaking of Anthony, spit out. Lionheart Teeth Smith. <laughs> He's fighting on August 29th, actually. I'm looking at it. Yeah, Ratchet. Rackage. Uh, He's fighting Rackage. That's going to be dude, an interesting fight. Oh, you, I don't. Yeah. You, you, I'm worried, ooh, man. I'm just worried. <laughs> are you worried? You're worried for a Lionheart? Yeah, I'm worried. What are you worried about? You think he's going to... I don't know, man. He's, it's just not that long from that damage. I mean, it's only been a few months. And, I mean, Rat, the thing with Rakic is that he has big power. He does. He does. And, like, I do. I like Anthony Smith. He definitely is a Lionheart. I feel like he's kind of been a guy that rises to the occasion. And, and honestly, where, he's just okay to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's the greatest fighter but I feel like he just he does well to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And so when these big fights have come, mm-hmm. you know, he he's done very well. But when you look looking back at his record, he's kind of built this run off of guys that were kind of done. Yeah. Rashad Evans dusted. <laughs> Shogun Rua Dunzo. Mm-hmm. Vulcan Ozdemir. He just outlasted him, and Uzumir hadn't fixed his cardio issues yet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like lost to John Jones, beat Gustafson. I think he's gone too. You know, yeah, lost to Glover. I will, you know, shout out Glover. I was gonna mention this before. I kind of forgot. Yeah, he he's a very smart guy, and yeah. as he's changed his style as he's gotten older, and that's something that somebody like Luke Rockhold hasn't done. Like Luke Rockhold is just too much of a prick to think that he has to like switch stuff up. I feel like if Luke Rockhold could just be more d- defensively sound and not just like think he has to put his dick on the table and show he's the best or whatever, that he could still have success. But he's just such like a prick that he can't get over himself enough and his ego to mm-hmm. like try to figure out a new style to to be successful with where he's at in his career, which has like having no chin. Whereas like Glover. <laughs> Man, like he did, he's really switched up his style. He does what he does well. He knows his gameplay and he sticks to it. And that's where he has success, you know? And I think I kind of got off on a tangent. But yeah, I mean, keep going. We love it. Yeah. I, (laughs) I, I think that like, dude, Glover's the real deal, man. And obviously he proved that against Smith. I'm not saying Rakic is the best, um, but I just worried for Smith on the quick turnaround and with Mm -hmm. Rakic's power. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and then Robbie Lawler's fighting against Neil Magny. Oof. Dude, Magny's been on a little bit of a run. N- Neil. He's Mr. made me Neil. some money the past couple fights. He's 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 good. I like him. 
Me personally, I Hell like him. Yeah, he he is pretty good. He's um, he's, he's really shown himself these last couple fights. Yeah, I think he's definitely gonna maybe not run over Robbie because Robbie's no slouch. But I, yeah, I mean lately he's hasn't been. You know, he's also he, up there. He's not. Yeah, the I mean prime, the Askren loss, the questionable. Lot, Rob, the Covington Robbie. loss. He just got his ass beat for five rounds or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not the prime Rob, Robbie Lawler that we've seen. Of you know of old. Yeah, I mean, Magni is just so long, he and he's just, he's like the stab you with a thousand knives on the way to victory kind of guy, you yeah. know, where he's just, he's one of the, you know, he's one of those guys, he's really good at what he does, he stays real long, he hits you with the leg kicks, he hits you with the jab, and he really just is able to press a pace, you know, up at elevation, fight team, mm-hmm. all those guys, man, can just like, well, I mean, and Lawler, you know, kind of known for his gas tank and stuff, but I mean, we saw in the Covington fight, Covington just put it on him. Um, Mm -hmm. I could see something a little similar here with Magni just kind of outworking him. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, We already said September 19th was supposedly Woodley and uh, Kobe Covington. And then we have uh, Israel Adesanya versus Costa. Who who you got on that one, man? Who you got on that one? Maybe catch some flack, but um, Uh-oh. dude, I think I'm I like Costa a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you like the racer? I do like Adesanya. He's very very skilled. Mm-hmm. Um, do you love him or you hate him? Yeah, I I would say I'm an Adesanya fan mm-hmm. more than a than a hater for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like the Yoel fight was worrying for me. And really, you feel like he was? Because honestly, I felt like he was scared. T- a bit timid of his of Romero's left, and he hit him yeah. with a couple. I mean, after he got caught kind of early on with that mm-hmm. one hook, it seemed like like he went into engage early and kind of got like hit. It wasn't even like super clean or anything, but mm-hmm. and after that, he seemed very like timid, you know. And Romero's just not one that's gonna like chase you and and try and press you. And mm-hmm. Costa is the is the opposite of that. He Completely is going opposite. to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I. Don't know if Adesanya is going to have enough to keep Costa off of him. Similar mm-hmm. to how I don't think that John Jones would have enough to keep Nganu off of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just they're more skilled, powerful. they're better strikers. Mm-hmm. But if the guy can just walk through you and put it on you with big power punches, you're not going to know what to do. And I kind of lean that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the co-main event: Dominic Reyes versus uh, Blackowitz. Um, I, me personally, I have Reyes. Yeah, yeah. After, after I, yeah, what I, I saw, Reyes. after what I saw against John Jones, come on, man, you, you have to give it to him. He has to win it, you know. Yeah, I like Blockowitz as well. He's been on a good run, but um, yeah, definitely in Reyes there. I think that Blockowitz is also kind of like an Anthony Smith kind of fighter. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. not the best, but kind of rises to the occasion. Um, nothing really stands out to me on this car. I mean. I mean, Diego, the dream, you know, Sanchez. He's not the nightmare anymore. He's the dream. He's the dream now, oh, man. Yeah, he's the dream now. I feel like he's, I hope, hopefully he wins that one. I uh, hope so. It's against Jake Matthews. Jake Matthews is no slouch. Not a not a super tough opponent, but Matthews is tough, man. He can, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can crack. I think he won his last four? Matthews, yeah, he's been winning, Yeah, I man. think, I think, la- well, not, not he, like, no, he's won two, lost one, then won the last two, so. Who was the loss against? Uh, he lost against uh, Anthony Rocco Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, Rocco Martin. He's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. 
he definitely uh got that uh and kind of choke on him oof i like rocco too um yeah, rocco's good yeah i think that is a winnable fight for diego mm-hmm. but i don't expect him to win um i don't know the whole thing with this corner and is so weird um what do you mean he just like he got rid of well he left the the gym i think it was greg jackson's gym because uh they i guess he was fighting someone else for the from the gym or something and they like chose the, the other guy's side more or less mm-hmm. and the you know the younger kind of up-and-coming guy and wow. so he left that gym and then now he has a. Uh, he got some guy to be in his corner who's like not even a mixed martial arts guy. Oof. Kind of more like a spiritual guru type of dude. Just kind of a weirdo. I forget the guy's name. Hold on. Let me. I can't believe I can't think of the guy's name. So he went, he went the guru route, the spiritual route is what you're telling me. Yeah. Joshua Fabia. That's it. Joshua oh man. It was, Fabia. <laughs> he's mm. such a weirdo dude. He is. Like, he's kind of, he's kind of, he's an interesting he, guy. He's very odd, and so he's his only <laughs> um, like coach and corner man. And I mean, hey, like, hey, Mike Perry said it himself, man. Hey, you gotta got a one person in your corner. Mike Perry had oh, his girlfriend. It didn't work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked out for Perry. It didn't work out for for Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but last fight, he was up against a killer. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was. It was. It was. He was pretty tough. He was pretty tough. And then the last but not least fight that I have to ask you about. Habib versus Gaethje, UFC 254, October 24th. Tell me, my good friend. Tell me, my good friend. The pro, what are the pros and cons for Gaethje? So pros, I would say for Gaethje, um, he is extremely durable and he has a great gas tank. I think that those are his best two attributes going up against Khabib. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought similar about Dustin Poirier. We obviously saw how that turned out. Mm-hmm. The sec, I would say the second best thing for Gaethje going on is um, he was a very accomplished wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he hasn't really wrestled much in the UFC. He's much more of a, a stand and bang kind of guy. But I do think that he could, uh, that could potentially help him as far as takedown defense is concerned. And then dude can just crack. I mean, mm-hmm. that's his bombs for hands. Yeah, he's got bombs for sure. So here's the thing, man. Do you, when, cause we, we get these guys that are wrestlers and, you know, they enter the UFC and, you know, they become, you know, stand up strikers. Do you forget? I mean, I guess it's like riding a bike, right? You never forget. Well, it's like it's like wrestle. Woodley too, kind of like great mm. wrestler, got in the UFC, never wrestled. Still, mm. ne- we never seen the wrestle. Like, mm. what is he doing? Yeah, yeah. You don't forget. Um, you definitely don't forget, but it fades away a little bit. It does fade away. You got to keep it. You got to keep at it, man. Like you, you got to practice this stuff. And I think that mm. you see that sometimes too with like jujitsu guys or mm. or like you said wrestlers mm. they they kind of like fall in love with their striking a little bit you know and mm. they um like they're mainly working on their striking because they feel confident in their grappling abilities so they don't feel like they have to to work on it as much and then maybe they get like a knockout 
And dude, knocking somebody out's like a real good feeling. Like mm-hmm. I've knocked someone out in a competition. Uh, match I've knocked, I've and, knocked somebody um, out on a, a fight night. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that counts too. It, as long as you didn't break your hand, and then it's a good feeling. <laughs> no, but go ahead. You say you knock somebody out and what? Yeah, and then you just like fall in love with it. And I think that's definitely what happened to Tyron Woodley with mm. the right hand. It's just he knocks somebody out, and now he. You look for that same punch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you like know, you got that case. in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that they also know that, and if they can just neutralize that punch, and you don't have any other path to victory, or don't want to use it, like you're wrestling or whatever, then yeah, you're it, gonna lose. I mean, definitely, uh, Usman definitely exposes wrestling. He was he, he literally exposed it to where Usman looked like he wasn't in, in looked like an Olympic wrestler, and and Woodley looked like he was literally a middle school wrestler was crazy yeah i mean was usman crazy. was just in no danger of that fight at all no not at all but, um, so yeah i mean i do I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out but yeah. until i see more of khabib doing worse i can i just can't pick against him you I was know about like, to say is khabib going 29 and 0 for you i would say most likely mm. he's gonna i would say it. i'm like 75 percent because his his wrestling his grappling i should say is the best grappling i've ever seen literally yeah i mean he and he he grew even when he came into the ufc you've seen his development in the grappling mm-hmm. areas where now i mean like the stuff that he does it's just almost impossible to stop him from doing it like you have uh dustin poirier in between rounds coming to his coach sitting down and saying like I just can't get him off of me. Yeah, I remember. And this that. is like a very experienced guy who I'm sure like they probably just trained to take down defense and take down get ups and get ups against the cage and all this mm-hmm. stuff nonstop for those fight camps. At least I would hope. Like if I was fighting Khabib, that's all I would do, you know? Yep. Um, so I'm hoping that's what they did. But uh, I mean, and he just couldn't get up, you know? And mm-hmm. you either got to, you got to hurt him. I mean, you got to hurt Khabib. I think that Justin could do that. The leg kicks can maybe help him. It's tough though because like Khabib can catch a kick and mm-hmm. take you down, mm-hmm. you know. And so I don't know. I do think that uh, I will give Gaethje a bit better of a shot than Dustin, even though Dustin beat Gaethje. Um, but I think Khabib, as long as he's not like mentally messed up from his father's passing, I do yeah, think. Yeah, that that might be the only win. That might be the only. I mean, it, it might motivate him more, mm. which is would be scary. Mm. I'm motivated, Khabib. I mean, I know he's always been motivated. He's always motivated, but he's, but, but, on, but on top of this, there's something, yeah, if you he's know. he's like real, like Ooh. this is for my dad, one last ride kind of thing. Like yeah. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be the one in there with him. So after this, after, so let's say hypothetically he beats Gaethje. Where do you see Khabib going next? Do you see him fighting GSP He's really been calling for this GSP fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did see a, an image of GSP recently. He looks in great shape, but I just don't know if it's worth it. If it, well, it, it's not worth it. He yeah. should GSP should not fight Khabib. I don't. I'm not saying that GSP is not going to win. I'm I'm going to say that, but like, there's no point. Like, why? I mean, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. If 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 Khabib beats Gaethje, right, and he's gonna do one more fight and then be done. You know what I mean? In my in my eyes, he's gonna do one more fight and be done. 
I mean, uh, George St. Pierre in the past has won belts and said, all right, I'm done. And Dan White didn't like that. He didn't. Yeah. He was pissed. But if both parties are going to leave, why not? Yeah, that makes you know sense to I mean? me. You just got to get both sides involved. Mm-hmm. If I was GSP, there's no fucking way I'm I mean, I, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, would, <laughs> like, I wouldn't tarnish it. I wouldn't hell tarnish no. my legacy. Yeah, hell you know what no. I'm saying? I wouldn't no. do that. I wouldn't do that. Definitely but. not. You have to pay me a lot of money, but I'd still only do it if I needed the money, which I don't know if he really needs. Would you lose on purpose? No, not on purpose. <laughs> I would definitely give it my all. I couldn't uh, for just Friday, as a man, just you know, Friday, yeah. mm-hmm. respect thing. You yeah. wouldn't want to win that way. I wouldn't want to win that way either way. So I would hope that he would give it his all. He'd really mm. try and go out on top. Or on bottom, you know, like a man. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. We have a lot of we have a lot of fights in the upcoming. A lot of great year, fights. Man. We got some of these little crappy ones here and there, like yeah, little, a little bit. Little, a lot, like you said, little fillers, little fillers, but a lot of good ones, man. Uh, yeah, real good. I like having more fights than less fights. So exactly. keep them coming. Thank exactly. you, UFC. Thank you. Dan I do got to hop off here, my brother. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, dude, thank uh, you so much for the invite. Uh, once again, T Bender MMA on Twitter and Instagram at Third Round TKO on YouTube. Um, I'd love to come back sometime or have you on the show as well for us. Yeah, I man. definitely appreciate you. That'll be lit, man. This is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, EJ Smith. Peace. <laughs>